Good morning, it's Thursday, February 28, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Voting rights provision may be in peril. Parties focus on the positive as cuts near, and U.S. expanding support for rebels in Syria. In today's national headlines, trauma sets female veterans adrift after returning home. Drought takes toll on a Texas business and town. And nausea drug won't harm fetuses, a new study shows. In today's business headlines, the Dow was up 175 points yesterday. In gay marriage brief, businesses urge change. IBM exploring many new feats for Watson. And Chief says his mistakes led to a loss at J.C. Penney. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Mark Bittman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories titled Voting Rights Provision May Be in Peril, written by Adam Liptak. A central provision of the Voting Rights Act of 1965 may be in peril, judging from tough questioning on Wednesday from the Supreme Court's more conservative members. If the court overturned the provision, nine states, mostly in the South, would become free to change voting procedures without first getting permission from federal officials. In a vivid argument in which the lawyers and justices drew varying lessons from the legacies of slavery, the Civil War, and the Civil Rights Movement, the court's conservative wing suggested that the modern South had outgrown its troubled past and that the legal burdens on the nine states were no longer justified. Chief Justice John Roberts asked skeptically whether the citizens in the South are more racist than citizens in the North. Justice Anthony Kennedy, whose vote is probably crucial, asked whether Alabama today is an independent sovereign or whether it must live under the trusteeship of the United States government. Justice Antonin Scalia said the law, once a civil rights landmark, now amounted to a perpetuation of racial entitlement. That remark created the sharpest exchange of the morning, with Justice Sonia Sotomayor on the other end. Do you think that the right to vote is a racial entitlement? She later asked a lawyer challenging the law with an edge in her voice that left little doubt she was responding to Scalia's statement. Do you think that racial discrimination in voting has ended? That there is none anywhere? The outcome of the case will most likely remain in doubt until the end of the court's current term in June. The question at the heart of Wednesday's argument was whether Congress, in reauthorizing the provision for 25 years in 2006, was entitled to use a formula based on historic practices and voting data from elections held decades ago. Should the court strike down the law's central provision, it would be easier for lawmakers in nine states to enact the kind of laws Republicans in several states have recently advocated, including tighter identification standards. It would also give those states more flexibility to move polling places and redraw legislative districts. The four members of the court's liberal wing, citing data and history, argued that Congress remained entitled to make the judgment that the provision was still needed in the covered jurisdictions. The law passed the Senate unanimously and House overwhelmingly by a vote of 390 to 33 in 2006. The law was challenged by Shelby County, Alabama, which said that its federal pre-clearance requirement in Section 5 of the law had outlived its usefulness. 
It applies to Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, Texas, and Virginia, and to scores of counties and municipalities in other states. 